0: Welcome back to the Be Free program Where you shall know the truth And the truth shall make you free Hi, I'm Lueta Roshke, your host And we are continuing our conversation With uh, Scott and Ellen Kuhn Who will be our speakers At our Glow Conference May 13th through the 15th of 2022 At the Inn of the Hills In Kerrville, Texas And you still have time to register uh, We, You can contact Martha Zaruba. She is one of the officers Uh, for a glow uh, at 210-289-5535 and we also Dawn has posted it on our Facebook ministry page, Loretta Roshkin Ministries, all the contacts, how to get in touch with them. You don't want to miss. You you really need to just ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, am I supposed to be there? And we would love to have you come. Our team is really excited about leading worship and so looking forward to uh, the ministry that, that the Holy Spirit will do through Scott and Ellen. So I invite you. You. Amen. Amen. Well, Scott and Ellen, I, I was thinking about when we were talking in the first part of the program. Remember when John the Baptist said, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. And and this is what he said: He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And fire,
1: mm. and fire. Yeah. Yes, ma'am.
2: If I may, I would like to um, interject right here. Absolutely. Uh, something regarding fire. Um, you'd mentioned earlier that heaven and God are waiting on us mm-hmm. to understand what has been given to us. Essentially, that's that's what I heard you say. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, heaven is not the only one that's waiting because in Romans um, 8 and 19, well, in verse 18, he says, don't even consider the the sufferings of this present time because they're not even worthy to compare with the glory Mm -hmm. that is revealed in us. I mean, there is a full-size, full-grown Jesus that is living in us, and we can't. We're inseparable from that. But then he goes on to say, um, in verse nineteen, for the earnest expectation of creation is waiting. So not only is heaven waiting, but the earth is waiting for the revealing of the sons of God. Which is, they're waiting for us to manifest this fullness of power and fire that the word talks about. There, the world is waiting to see these miraculous manifestations come forth and to be born out of us. Uh, So heaven's not the only thing waiting, but earth is also Mm. waiting. And in regards to fire, um, one definition that I've found of fire which really um, was inspiring to me. You know, we think of fire as just a hot red flame, but um, fire is power in motion. Mm. And I think that is awesome that god not only gave us his holy spirit and he gave us his power but he in a, there's an enabling ability in every believer that if we have faith to believe what god says about us in regards to who we are and what we're capable of that we have his ability to strike the match and I think everywhere that Scott and I go, every service that we attend, I don't care if there's three people in the building or there's thousands in the building, it doesn't matter to us. It, what matters to us is that we have come into that atmosphere to strike a match. Mm-hmm. And every believer has that enabling ability from the Holy Spirit is to strike the match. Mm-hmm. And when we strike the match with the help of the Holy Spirit, then we put God's power in motion, and nothing, absolutely nothing is impossible in that kind of atmosphere. Amen. And that's what we expect to happen in Kirk. I expect, we expect that, too. That the, we're going to strike the match. The Holy Spirit is going to strike the match, and there's going to be great manifestations.
1: Mm-hmm. And, Scott,
2: if you don't mind, can I just read out of Acts 1-3? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, something um, you would.
2: Something that that God showed me is it actually is amplified. But I'm going to read it first in in uh, the New King James. Um, in Acts one, um, Jesus by this time had gone through the death, burial, and resurrection, and you know my thoughts regarding that is that in all that he did, all the suffering that uh, occurred on the cross, he had to go through hell and secure our freedom and our victory and take authority over Satan and get the keys back. You know, in my thoughts, I'm a natural person as well as a spiritual person. You know, I'm thinking when he said on the cross, it is finished. Of course, we know he meant that that his work was finished and the curse had been reversed. Mm -hmm. Um, But in my thoughts as a natural person, you know, I would take that quite literally. I would think it's, Finished. I am ready to get out of here. I'm going to go to the Father. I'm going to sit by the on him, you know by Him on the throne. But um, He wasn't content with that. He was so impassioned um, to continue His ministry in the earth because the Holy Spirit had not yet come. Mm-hmm. So He, what He did is He walked around on the earth for forty days after the resurrection to talk to his disciples and apostles and those that followed him about the kingdom. And in doing that, in verse 3 it says, to whom he also presented himself, and I'm in Acts 1, verse 3, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs is what the King James says. But listen to what this says in the Amplified. It says that he presented himself with a series, a series of convincing demonstrations, unquestionable evidences, and infallible proofs talking to them about the kingdom. So that lets me know that if we are demonstrating and manifesting the kingdom in our life, which is what he desires for us to do, then this is what's going to follow. Mm -hmm. Convincing demonstrations, unquestionable evidences, and infallible proof. That's what the kingdom of God looks like. And we should, our world should look the same as God's world because there is an open door of access to us. And um, that's what he desires for us to do is get his kingdom to this world. And that's what his kingdom looks like. It's infallible. It's unquestionable. And it's undeniable.
1: And that's what the fire produces. Amen. It's not just experience that we get garner to ourselves. It's not just a, a you know, a, a, a goosebump. Uh, it's not just a, you know, whatever manifestation may come with your your moment in the spirit. It's it's the it's, it's the relationship aspect of it that he's connecting with us with, so that that relationship can be re- reproduced through us and touch other people's lives so that we can begin to be a fulfillment of what Jesus told us we would be after he left out of John 14:12 the works that I do you'll do but greater works because I go to my father and and that's what the fire produces it gives us a, a, the ability of the spirit to reproduce the kingdom of God in all its shapes forms and fashions to bring wholeness to people's lives not just you know, it's like the woman with the issue of blood that pressed through the crowd to touched the hem of his garment. Jesus didn't turn around and say to her, woman, your faith has healed you. He said, woman, your faith has made you whole. Because she was not just broken physically. She was broken emotionally. She had been without contact with her family because she was unclean mm-hmm. for all those years. She couldn't have intimacy with her husband. She couldn't hold her children. If somebody were to touch her, they had to go through the purification rites because she was unclean. It made them unclean. And she lived in a state of perpetual uncleanness for all those years. So it wasn't Jesus knew when, when that anointing flowed out of him, when that creative power flowed out of him that she tapped, she tapped into, which is what, here again, those of you that come to the conference uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, I'm telling you, if you'll come with with the uh, the faith and the expectation, that's the word I really want to find, the expectation like this woman had, that you're going to come into contact with the reality of the King, if you'll do that, you're not going to leave with just what you're expecting to happen. You're going to leave with more than what you expected to happening. Because Jesus will not just heal you or restore you from your thing you're thinking about. He will bring you into a place of wholeness that that brings you out of it physically, if it's a physical thing, but also brings it out of you emotionally and mentally if there's scars and repercussions from what's happened to you uh, due to the physical issue you've been dealing with. It's, it's, he always takes it a notch further, so to speak. And, and uh, you know I just want to encourage you uh, out there and here again, I'm not trying to beat the drum too much on this and you know make an advertisement, but we're living in a day and a time that due to what's going on in the earth, we need to become whole so Amen. we can present to the earth the answer it's looking for. present to people. Like Ellen said, that all creation has grown for the manifestation of the sons of God, mm-hmm. that we're not just walking around knowing that we're born again, that we're saved, we're going to go to heaven. And that's certainly the beginnings phase of it, but that we start walking around in this, in this earth, in the last Adam that we're one with, seated with him in heavenly places, administrating his design into the earth to set men and women free are still walking under the bondage of the curse and I, I just want to encourage you to come and get in this atmosphere and just just watch what God does for you
0: <laughs> Amen I, I want to just interject a couple of scriptures and then have y'all talk about that and and um, that was so good so good uh, and what y'all were referring to a little bit earlier reminded me of where Paul said um, that his preaching was not with persuasive words of human wisdom but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. I believe that God, I'm in expectation that the Holy Spirit's going to meet with us that way. And also, something else that jumped out at me, and, and there's something particular that I feel that, that we need to 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 talk about. You know, in Acts 2, it says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing, mining wind, and it filled the whole house." where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues, or tongues of, as of fire, distributed and resting on each as of fire, and one set upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. It occurred to me, Scott and El- Ellen, that we, let's emphasize <laughs> that God wants it to be for you, for you to not be left out, it's for each one of us, it is for all of us. Uh, You are not uh, hidden, you are not insignificant, you are not passed over, you are not looked over. God wants this for each of us to have that fire, that power of the Holy Spirit and that demonstration of the Spirit and of power.
1: there's no question about that and and he's very explicit when Peter stepped out after that moment that you just read about in mm-hmm. acts two one, mm-hmm. two, and three, when Peter stepped out and began to minister to the folks that had that had heard what was happening and then saw what was happening, and i I'll try not to go down that path because that's a kind of a little different and it's not a different teaching, but it takes too long to develop it. Um, you know so many times we hear, I'll, I'll say this much about it. So many times we hear, well, they heard them speaking in tongues, and they thought they were inebriated. Because um, it talks about that um, in verse uh, verse 12 of chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were all amazed and perplexed with one another, saying, what could this mean? Verse 13 says, but others mocked, saying, these, these people are full of new wine. And, and Peter stepped out and said, these men aren't drunk as you suppose, Seeing it's only the ninth hour of the day, which that was uh, 9 o'clock in the morning. He, he said, what's well, funny about that is, you know, when somebody talks in a language, because they heard him speaking in their own in their known tongue. When, when somebody speaks in a foreign language, you speak Spanish. I don't know Spanish. I don't know German. I don't know any other dialect. I, know two, I know two languages. I know English, and I'm not too good at that. Mm. And I know tones, and I'm real good at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but when people speak in a language that uh, is different than theirs, they don't think somebody's drunk because they're speaking in Spanish or German or Swahili or whatever it might be. Something was going on that made them look like they were inebriated. <laughs> These right. people were 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 uh, showing demonstrations of a People that had been at a party a little bit too long. <laughs> <laughs> under the
0: influence.
1: <laughs> yeah, under the influence. And Peter steps out and begins to prophetically proclaim. This, Peter hadn't studied this message. He hadn't read this message. He had no clue what this message meant until he stepped out in that fullness of the spirit he had just encountered. This is the same guy that after the resurrection, and he knew Jesus was resurrected, went back to fishing. Now, all of a sudden, he's ministering prophetically the first message after the Spirit has come and filled. Now, listen to this, folks. It's really hard to get around this, and it doesn't take a lot of education to catch it. All of those 120 experience the same thing in that upper right. run. No one was left out. It wasn't just for the 12. It wasn't just for the close ones. It was for the everyone in that room experienced the fullness of the Spirit, and according to the Word, they all began to speak in this, what I I call it, the language of the Spirit. Tongues, it says, in the Word. Mm -hmm. And Peter goes on to say a little bit later, I'm trying to get in full circle here with where I was going with that, Verse 39 For this For the promise Is to you Mm -hmm. And to your children And to That three little word That means everything And everyone Mm -hmm. All Mm
2: -hmm.
1: To all Who are far off As many as the Lord Our God Will call Yes And what I You know What I want to far off And we're the ones That are far off Mm -hmm. We're the ones In the track of time That are away From that moment but Peter was very explicit by the Spirit to say it. To you, your children, and to everyone down the line that comes into the kingdom. This experience that brings you into a new level of relationship is for you. Mm-hmm. And out of that, that's when the signs and wonders and miracles started flowing in such a, a more comprehensive manner through the disciples, through these early apostles, through the church itself. And, uh, you know, I've said this many times, you know, because I I really do believe we're living in the end times. And if Paul believed it, because you can read the letters of Paul and you can find in several different places where he really is alluding to we're living in the last days. Well, if that was true for Paul, it's more especially true for us. Yeah. And if we're living in the last days, and I believe we are, but even if we're not, God is not a God of diminishing power God is a uh, is a, God is a God of consistent power and in the earth what happened in Acts in the beginning of the birth of the church through this power from on high that was given to them not so that they could just have a good time but so that they could be Jesus was very explicit in why he said they would receive his power they could be his witnesses. Mm-hmm. They could be not just telling of what Jesus did, but demonstrating what He does. A witness does tell what they know, but the they also de- they also are demonstrating the infallible proofs that Ellen shared a, a little bit earlier of what that of what that person I know. Not only did he do it for me, but he'll do it for you, and he'll do it through me to touch your life. But but what we see here is is we see, we see in, in church history, unfortunately, there's been a progression that that has diminished instead of intensified, and that was never God's intent. God's intent and how he started it was to continue to amplify that through time into the church so that the church could take this kingdom into the planet and bring the hearts and the souls of men into the kingdom of God. Somewhere along the line, we lost our way. Somewhere along the line, we started mixing too much man's interpretation of things into to the simplicity of the kingdom of God and his message. But it's coming back.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: we're I really believe we're starting to see more of that happen now. And I believe over the next few years, we're going to see even a greater increase of the anointing and the presence of the Spirit of God Uh being amplified he doesn't he's not amplifying it on his end because he's always consistent in it he's the lord he changes not what power he had in the beginning which was before well whatever what power he's had forever let me rephrase that what power he's had forever Mm. is the power he will have forever Mm -hmm. he doesn't wane and flow in his power but the release of it in the earth is contingent on the heart of man And I believe the heart of man is getting desperate to see not only the power of God, but enter into that intimate relationship with Him so that we know His heartbeat to release His design into the earth. I'm preaching a little bit longer than I meant to there. I apologize. That's
0: good. That is so good, Scott. I love that. You know, we're winding down here to the end, and I just want to just, um, I guess, just bring it down to a personal level. Number one, if you've... Those of you that are listening, if you have never, ever received Christ as your Savior, that's the beginning right there. It's so important to have that personal relationship with Christ, then to have all that we've been talking about today. That That is the first and foremost. And Jesus Christ died on a cross for your sin. He, he paid the penalty for your sin. He was your substitute. He took your place. And he rose from the dead, and he's at the right hand of the Father. And I just want to encourage, if you've never received Christ, it's just so simple. You just come to him and you say a prayer, something like this, Lord, I come to you. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I invite you into my life. Take over, Lord. I give you All my past, I give you today, I give you my future. I'm yours, Lord. Wash me, cleanse me, and Lord, fill me with your presence and your Holy Spirit. Have your way in my life in Jesus' name. Now, if you just prayed that prayer or one like that, call our prayer line at 866-241-0579. We want to send you out some things free. To help you and to pray with you, and if you need prayer for anything else, uh, call our prayer line eight six six two four one zero five seven nine. listen, it will make all I mean, it will make an eternal difference, not just a difference in your life. It will make a lasting, eternal difference in your life, and your life will begin to change as the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, His presence begins to transform you. So no matter what you're walking through, you can turn to Him with every need. With You can cry out to Him. He's right there. He never leaves you nor forsakes you. So I want to encourage you, to do that. And I want to encourage you to come and to be at this conference, Holy Spirit Fire, Central Texas Area Glow, May 13th through the 15th of 2022 in Kerrville, Texas at the end of the hills. You just need to uh, to register. You actually, I think, can register at on the site as well. But it'd be great to know that you're coming. And uh, you can do that. Uh, by call, uh, calling uh, Martha Zaruba at 210-289-5535. we have that posted on our Louetta Roschke Ministries Facebook page. I know you want to you want to come. I just believe the Holy Spirit is stirring you up as Scott and Ellen were talking about God. He, he he's stirring you up about Himself, about the fire and the presence of God. And we want you to come. We want you to be a part of what God is doing. And listen and. And to receive an impartation for you, for you, for yourself. He wants you to be on fire with his presence. And so we invite you to do that. So thankful to have Scott and Ellen Kuhn today. Looking forward to seeing them uh, coming up in just about a week and a half. And we are looking forward to seeing you all with us. Scott and Ellen, thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Honored honor to be with you, and, and certainly we. Uh, agreed that we're stepping into a new season here next uh, week after next is going to be a tremendous time frame for impartation inundation in the spirit if I can take a quick caveat here you
0: have 20 uh, seconds if
1: you'd like to know more about us <laughs> yeah, know more about us as well uh, you can find us on uh, Facebook we have a Facebook page Global Connections International And you can find out a little bit more information about us there, too.
0: Awesome. I'm so glad you brought that. I didn't say that earlier. God bless you. We appreciate you so much, Scott and Ellen. Thank you for being on our program today. Uh, We love you guys, and we will see you all
2: next week.